do you want your front desk spending their time calling patients to schedule them, sending out little mailers, you know, licking the envelopes, putting the stamps on, that kind of thing? Um, or do you want them spending time doing things that are actually going to grow your practice and, and uh, help you at the end of the day? This is Growth in Dentistry, a dental intelligence podcast where we ask the question, what does growth in dentistry look like to you? I'm Katie Polson, a dental hygienist and your host. Welcome to another episode of Growth in Dentistry. I'm Katie Polson, and we this is our regular, regular occurring episodes, folks. Welcome. We've got Tyler Brown from Dental Intelligence here with us. We'll introduce him in a minute. But before we get started, if this is your first time listening to the show, we're so glad to have you here. This is a, a great little podcast, 30 minutes, action items. Hopefully you're on your way in or out of work, and it's a great place for you to quick information on how to improve your practice and, and get uh, information on, even if you have a great practice, maybe you'll learn something new, a better way to do it. And so that being said, our, our shows are theme-based every month. And this month we are talking all things scheduling and we have, um, and we'll talk a little bit about that in a minute, but before we get started, I've got some housekeeping that needs to be done. If you are a Facebook, uh, lover. I don't know. There's people out there that are still Facebook lovers. I don't know. For some reason, people in dentistry, we really, really love Facebook. Um, so that being said, <laughs> uh, come join us on our Facebook dental intelligence podcast community. We uh, have a lot of fun there. There's some great information um, beyond our, our show here. There's great information beyond our products, stuff that you really can't see anywhere else. So join us there. If you are, um, not a customer and you want to be one, we have a giveaway to those that are listeners to the show. You can get go to get.dentalintel.com forward slash podcast and get a $50 demo when you, a $50 gift card when you complete a demo and that gift card, that, sorry guys, whoa, that link will be in our <laughs> show notes. Um, so you can find that there. Uh, and with that being said, Tyler Brown, Tyler's probably the one, one of the funniest people at our company and everyone <laughs> will tell you that. I don't know about if that. If you're, if you're watching, um, we're going bananas. He's got a banana background. That's a kind of known as the zoom background guy. He is the zoom background. <laughs> we never know. Like we never know what he's going to have. So I assume I'm known as that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. I mean, if that's what you're known for, then that's great. But what he's really yeah. known for is pro is knowing product or product, specifically Modento or engagement, formerly known as Modento. Whoa. So I know we're we're killing the name, but that does, it's the, it's still the best product out there. So, um, right. tell us a little bit about yourself. You've been on the show before, but for those that haven't heard or listened to you, tell us a little bit about you, how you got into this weird land of dentistry. Yes, uh, like Katie said, uh, longtime listener, second time caller now. Uh, <laughs> uh, if you didn't hear my last interview, good job, because it was probably terrible. Uh, not from Katie, from my end, but no. <laughs> Katie does a great job. I was probably just a bad, bad uh, guest. But no, anyway, it was great. Well, let's turn the ship around with this one. Um, so I've been with the company, uh, specifically Modento, from um, early 2020 on. Um, when all of us were sent home from our various office jobs, I decided that work from home was something that I really, really enjoyed. And I had my best friend started working for the company as well. And before they had a chance to say, Tyler, come back to the office at my old job, I was like, 
see you guys. I'm working from home <laughs> and uh, came to work for Carl and Drew. And it was amazing. Uh, loved it. Love it to this day. Now that we're part of DI, it's it's really a great experience. Um, and I love making the product. So I am currently the product launch manager for Dental Intelligence. So I'm um, helping set dates for when we're releasing new features, uh, communicating those features internally, making sure everybody's on the same page of how and the how and why and how those features work. Uh, well, more like the how and what, uh, but just helping everybody learn those. So yeah, really good. That's awesome. And he know, and um, for those of you that use um, Modento and have loved it, I mean, I, I just got back from Adom last week and it was all a buzz. Everyone was like, oh, I've heard about this. It's so amazing. <laughs> um, and, and it really is. And it's partially um, uh, because oh, yeah. of people like Tyler. So grateful to have you on to talk about. But today we're going to be talking about scheduling. And the reason why I wanted to bring um, you on specifically is we were talking about, I, I mean, we have a software that fills the gaps for the problems that are to be solved in mm -hmm. um, online scheduling. Uh, or sorry, in scheduling in general. But yeah. um, that being said, there's a lot of other solutions out there. We just know ours the best. So we'll talk about ours the most. But that being said, there are right. other solutions out there. So uh, talk to me a little bit about, and I would like also just your external thoughts on it because you didn't mm -hmm. like, you haven't lived in dentistry for so long. So what are some of the major problems you think automation and software can solve in dentistry in, uh, for scheduling? So my, my background is all in systems engineering and uh, like data infrastructure and stuff like that. So um, I've come from a long line of making processes easier and automating those. So that way a real person doesn't have to do them. Uh, and it's all about like getting rid of the monotony. And I think especially with online scheduling and software specifically, it, um, it comes down to where do you want to spend your time? Do you want your front desk spending their time calling patients to schedule them, sending out little mailers, you know, licking the envelopes, putting the stamps on, that kind of thing? Um, or do you want them spending time doing things that are actually going to grow your practice and and uh, help you at the end of the day more than just the busy work? So it's going to free your front desk office up from having to follow up with patients, having to make those calls and chase people down. And from a patient standpoint too, it's, it makes it a lot easier. I know as a, as a person in general, I would much rather do something on the, on like through a text or through uh, an application on my phone than having to call and, and sit on hold and then talk to somebody and like take time out of my day to do that as well. So if we can make it easier on the patient then that makes it easier on your practice too. So with online scheduling, we're giving patients, you know, we're giving them full control over how they schedule. Uh, with a front desk person, they say, you know, what day would you like to be seen? Okay, well, Thursday appointments, we only have like a nine o'clock on next week and a 11 o'clock the week after that. As a patient, I can go into online scheduling, click on there and see, you know, Thursday is my preferred, but I see Monday, they have a 3 p.m. that I could also make. I'm presented with all the options and I can make an informed decision myself. So I can do that anytime I can do it before I fall asleep. I can do it when I wake up. I can do it while I'm waiting for the water to heat up in my shower, which I do a lot of my <laughs> busy work while I'm doing that because our pipes are a little old. So um, <laughs> it's just, you can schedule at your leisure. And especially with when you marry online scheduling with other things that are making your life easier, like analytics or like engagement, things like that, you're able to send this more easily to the people who need it. Like if you've got somebody who's a, a regular patient who's coming in, they're scheduling their next appointment before they walk out the door. 
that's not a person that you need online scheduling for. You need something for my wife who wants to schedule a dentist appointment, but hasn't because she just doesn't have time to do it or thinks she doesn't have time to do it. You need it for those people where you can select them from a list, send them an online scheduling link and say, hey, click this. It's going to take you straight to the time and date slot. You pick what time works for you and make it super easy. And that's the problem we try to solve is how do we make it as easy as possible to get people in your chairs, get people in your office and um, like taking advantage of your services and spreading your, like spreading the knowledge of, of your practice and, and word of mouth around to get other people there as well. So yeah, however we make your life easier, it works out in so many ways in the long run. Yeah. I've, I've, I talked to, speaking of Adam, I, when I went there, I talked to a few people who were using our online scheduling solutions, whether it be through local med or through um, Modentos. And I think the main thing that they were, all of them were quite nervous to start because giving that, that freedom up is a little bit tricky um, for a yeah. lot of people specifically who run a very tight ship and who have like a very busy practice. Um, but they were all extremely grateful for even just being able to use it for their hygiene or for just new patients or emergencies and not all of, not everyone like opened it up, um, which we're going to talk about exciting changes that will allow you to even do that even more. But, um, that being said, when we found, and, and you might know the data more than I do, but like most people are scheduling after hours Mm -hmm. that are using online scheduling. So you don't have to keep people in your chair or in your employee or, or even hire a company to answer the phones at night to schedule. Right. And that's like, that's, that's a lot of the research that went into how do we provide a good solution for online scheduling is you look at your average person, they've got a nine to five, they've got like two or three kids, you know, when do you have time to sit down during your day when your kids need a snack and you've got a meeting to jump on in five minutes, that's not the time that you want to schedule an appointment when the people are in the office they have a working day, just like you have a working day. So that doesn't always match up with online scheduling. Just like I said, waiting for the shower to heat up, you can do it then you can, you're waiting on the dog outside or you're walking him. you can flip through and schedule an appointment really quick, or you pass by a dentist on your walk and you're like, Oh yeah, I forgot. I need to schedule my appointment. You can go in and do that. It it just makes it so much easier for patients as well. Yeah. And I would even add, um, just, and then we talked about this actually last time you were on with automation in general mm-hmm. with a staffing shortage, oh, but yeah. this is definitely one of those things. If you're having, if you have, if you're low upfront, oh, um, yeah. there's an online scheduling solution can help you with that. Frees up so much time, especially like we I talked a little bit about it, like marrying it with another product. And like, if you have an engagement platform as well, that's sending out some automated recalls and stuff, you include that link in your automated recalls. And then that's half the job gone. Your overdue hygiene patients are going to get that link and they're going to be able to click it and schedule and, and go from there. You won't have to put that effort into doing that every day. Yeah. Yeah. Really cool. So I, I mean, we're, I told you we're going to be biased, but we're going to try not to be (laughs) (laughs) right. I know. So, um, and I mean, all it takes is for you to go to one conference and to realize that like online there's, there's an abundance of online scheduling solutions out there what are some of the differences that you have noticed and advice for a practice that maybe is using one that they don't like right now, or maybe this is the first time that they're like wanting to start with one. Yeah. What do you have? That's, that's the thing. In that way? We have a lot of innovative people in the world and these people see a need for something and they're like, how can we fill that need? Mm-hmm. So that's where you get all these different options and you get 
different ways that they work, different ways that they do things. And sometimes that works for you. Sometimes it doesn't. I mean, we believe our online scheduling solution is the best. Other people also believe theirs is the best. It's up for you to decide. It's, we're not going to tell you one way or the other how you are supposed to believe, but I sure hope you think ours is best. <laughs> uh, but I think some of the key differences to look at is how does the solution read availability? Like how is it reading when your doctors are, are available, when your when your staff is available versus when your chairs are available? Like how how do we work in that world to determine where is the best possible slot to put somebody? Um some other things are like what other processor processes are able to be accomplished while you're scheduling online. Are you able to check insurance? Are you able to uh, collect reservation fees um, for those appointments that are a little more pricey that people may not show up for because they're a little intimidated by that? Or are you able to collect information in forms? You know, all these things like, can you get that done while you're online, while you're going through the online scheduling process? Or does that even matter to you? Do you mind if people are doing that or, do you not mind that they do that later on in the office? They do that with a live person. It's all about your, really, it's it's your opinion that matters the most when you're picking the right one. But those are things that people really look at. And I mean, it seems a little weird to say that it's a big driving factor, but it really is the look and the feel of the product as well. Like if you have something that looks like it's still running on MS-DOS and you have to click it from a computer that sounds like it's grinding meat, like people aren't going to want to use that over something that's built for today that has, you know, a nice smooth appeal, a nice gradient color, you know, whatever, yeah. however they're building it. That does that doesn't, I'm going to interrupt you and let you keep going, but that doesn't, it sounds trivial to have yeah. like something be easy, <clears throat> like easy to look at. Yeah. But what it does is it makes it easy to use. And there's exactly. a lot of companies out there who don't, we, I'm, we have lots of UX designers, many, some okay. of them do not. Um, but the reason why Apple does so well, if even if you don't like Apple, it, their UX is so well. Like you, yeah. you can be 75 years old and plug in a new phone and it tells you what to do, right? right? And, you want, and you, you want that so that when you have staff turnover, mm-hmm. it's self-explanatory. You don't have to teach them how to use their online scheduling software. And it's, it plays a much bigger deal. Like some of the, speaking of Apple, some of like the research they've gone into on rounded corners versus sharp corners. Like mm-hmm. does a 90 degree angle feel as good as a rounded corner? No, it doesn't. And people, they don't know that they have that opinion until you see something next to each other that has a rounded corner versus a, a, a right angle. You're like, oh man, this one looks way better, but you don't know why it just feels better in your head. Mm-hmm. So there's that kind of stuff to consider too. So if you've got an online scheduling platform that you're clicking through and like I said, it's just grinding along and it looks like you're about to set off a nuclear warhead in 1985 <laughs> in some Hollywood blockbuster, then you'd be like, well, I'm a little leery of this platform. Yeah. <laughs> yeah your soft- you're paying enough in, in your software that it should, it should be something that is enjoyable to use. Right. Yeah, for sure. Sorry. I cut you off in that. Maybe you I have noticed. something else to say. No, I'm Maybe just you don't. I'm just kidding. I don't. I was okay. actually good. good. Okay, great. <laughs> That's perfect. Now, there's there's a lot. I would also say in like making sure that if having it integrated is into something else is important to you, then then think maybe it's not. Maybe you're okay to have a bunch of different solutions, right? Right. Um, but for some people, having like paying one bill or paying, you know, like. If, if they know they're going to want 
other other solutions that they're using in their software. This term all in one is like a oh. buzzword that really means nothing in this industry. Yeah. I mean, started with Canon printers and now we've come all the way to software. So I know, right. So true. Oh man. But but um there isn't one really out there. Uh there unless unless your practice management unless you count your practice management software, which none of them are doing very well. We're all yeah. just trying to make the lives of dentists better. And so, but if it's important for you to have a majority of your solutions in one place, that's also something to think about. Is, oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. So that's what I, as you were just talking, I was like, oh, that's probably important to bring up. Um, okay. What, um, so let's talk about like our, our solution. Um, Cause there are some exciting changes that have been, that are being made. And if you can like map out for those people that listen, that are current customers or that are, are wondering what we're all about. And we are, we do, we genuinely are trying to be the most innovative out there. We really right. are. Um, uh, Local Med was one of the first in in the online scheduling world and, and oh, we're, yeah. we're expanding that and making that even better. So talk a little bit about that. So, really it boils down to like you have this idea of best in show best in breed you know these being the best on the market and so we look at things and say what's missing what can we improve on uh what maybe is there but doesn't work so well and we try to release things that are going to you know drive our users to be using this this really beneficial feature of our software um so we have currently actually very soon within the next week, we'll be releasing some new features within our online scheduling platform, like the ability to collect a reservation fee. Um, I talked about that a little bit ago. We'll have that ability. Um, you'll be able to set whatever fee you'd like to on a, an appointment and our your patient won't be able to click confirm for that appointment until they also pay that fee. And then that appointment can come into your practice and you can verify that. You can have it automatically create however you'd like to do it. But um, I know a lot of people are very excited about that. Uh, we also have yeah, an insurance sure capture feature. I'm oh, sure there's ahead. some fee-for-service practices out there that are, oh, yeah. are looking forward to that. Yeah, we've, we noticed we had several practices specifically that wanted to use our online scheduling platform but didn't want to until we could do this. So that's mm. like this is going to be a big deal for a lot of people. Okay. Um, we also have a, an insurance capture um, feature that's coming out. So it's not actually verifying, you know, does the patient have insurance it's not verifying what the policy is, what's covered, what's not. What we're doing is we're asking, do you have insurance? Yes, no. Um, or has there been an update? Yes or no. And then you can pick your insurance from a drop-down list and say, I have um, Delta Dental, you know, mm -hmm. uh, and the practice can customize the list. They can include um, insurances that they don't accept. So that way they have a wide range, you know. And when your patient picks their insurance, we match it up against the list from your dashboard that shows, you know, we accept these 10 out of this list of 25. Um, and if it's one of those 10, then they'll see a little in-network badge on the appointment as they're scheduling. Um, if it's not within those 10, they'll see a little out-of-network badge on the, on the appointment as they're scheduling. So that way, you're really setting that expectation of, is this going to be covered? Is it not going to be covered? um in general so that's another big yeah, feature that's really that, cool that's a really we hope great that leads to like a bigger huge stuff time saver yeah we hope at least a bigger stuff for us in terms of insurance but that's where we're starting for now um and then we'll have our we have we already have the capability of inviting people to schedule so we can 
send them to our vanilla scheduling link where they can pick if they're a new person or new patient versus existing patient. And then they're presented with the services that match that criteria, whether they're an adult or a new patient, adult or a child or a new patient versus an existing patient. Um, but this, like the invite to schedule will allow you as the practice to pick a person, send them a direct link for them and pick a service. So like, let's say you have somebody who needs to be seen for, uh, you know, like scaling and root planing. You can send them the link and it will take them automatically to that service. All their data is already filled in. So they don't have to fill anything in. All they have to do is pick a date and a time. So it makes it even faster for the patient to go um, and do that. And we offer that now. And uh, we're making an improvement in our next release that will do that in bulk. So you can pick, like, let's say you have a list of five people that have to do scaling or replaning. You pick all five of them. You pick and send the link just like you would to a single person. And it matches the information for each single one. And they all have their own scheduling page. They can all pick their own date and time. Um, so you can do that in bulk rather than having to go through and do yeah, that one. I hope that that, I hope, and that's probably an, an answer to people being a little bit worried about um, mm-hmm. for, like, giving, you know, uh, giving it up to an online scheduling software that, you oh, know, yeah. um, for crowns or for larger procedures that are just a little bit trickier to schedule online. Mm-hmm. But that, that right there is so big. And then the p- person who's probably working all day can schedule their scaling and route planning at night yeah. as opposed to and having to call you um, and never get it scheduled. Yeah, We can also like hide that service. You know, we have that capability now as well. If you have a service like scaling or route planning that you don't want somebody to just be able to schedule willy nilly, we can hide that from your vanilla scheduling link. So it only goes out with a custom scheduling link or an invite to schedule per se, you know? Um, so we have that ability to kind of curate that because just like you're saying, you don't want somebody to come in there who needs to schedule a hygiene appointment and all of a sudden they're scheduling SRP when they don't need to, and they're on the schedule for the wrong thing. And they come in and they're like, Oh, this is not what I signed up for. Yeah. Hopefully you catch it before then, but that would just be a nightmare. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. And then, uh, another thing that'll make your patient's lives easier that we're releasing soon is, um, something that we're calling perfect time slot. And what it does is it reads the history of existing patients as they're scheduling and say, okay, Katie, we know that you generally schedule the last half of the week. You generally schedule in the morning. Um, so we're going to find a time on the schedule that fits those criteria and present you that time first and say, we think that you might like this Thursday at 9 a.m. appointment. And you can say, absolutely, I love Thursday at nine. Or you can say, no, show me other options. And then we're going to open it back up so you can see all of the availability and then choose your own appointment from there. But it'll it'll help patients be able to get through that page a little bit faster. You know, maybe you have somebody indecisive. They don't know if they want to come in at Thursday at 930 or if they want to come in on Friday at nine or what do they want to do? That kind of gives them a nudge and say, you know what? We know you like this time frame. Why don't you just go ahead and pick this appointment? Mm-hmm. Um, so it kind of saves- I'm so excited about this. I know. I just a little backstory. We presented this to our teams and I kind of glossed over it because I was like, yeah, that's cool. And Katie was like, wait, guys, this is a big deal. And I was like, okay, Katie. <laughs> it is a big deal. You totally explained it. I see it. It's, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. I mean, it does. It just takes you having to schedule somebody one time to be like, when would you like to come in? And then they go, well, I want. <laughs> Monday. Well, actually, Monday doesn't. I mean, you know, you know, let's do Friday. Actually, you know, I, I don't. Let's just do the afternoon. I can't do the afternoon. It's like, you know what? <laughs> this has worked for you for the last five times. Let's just right. do it this time. Right. Does that work for you? Okay, great. See, that's yeah. me. Like, I can see myself sending the link 
with that perfect day scheduling or per, a perfect day and just have it or perfect time slot, perfect time slot, sorry, yeah. that perfect time slot and have it be like them in the chair. And that's how we're going to schedule their appointment instead of me scheduling yeah. on the software just right. to avoid that conversation. Oh yeah. It yeah. should make everybody's lives easier. Yeah. yeah. Perfect day scheduling, block scheduling. That's a whole other animal. Yes. But we that all- is a whole other animal. <laughs> Um, so those are some features that will actually be out. They should be out here within the next week. Um, we'll have those available for our users. Um, then we have a little bit more coming down the road. That'll be really, really cool stuff that we're excited about. Um, uh, family scheduling, um, is something that we're working on currently. We're starting development with that and that should be coming soon. Um, not as soon as these other four that I just listed, but maybe, you know, later on here. Uh, where you'll be able to put in mom, dad, and and a kid, or as many kids, you know, and say, I'm scheduling appointments for all of these guys, and you run through one process and schedule appointments for each person throughout that throughout that online scheduling session, rather than having to do four separate. Mm-hmm. Um, so that yeah, will make cool. patients' lives a lot easier. Mm-hmm. So they don't have to spend 20 minutes scheduling appointments; they can spend five, and now they're done. Yeah. Um, We'll also release the availability for patients to schedule through our patient-facing app, Modento, um, and through our patient portal that is online in the browser that they can also log in currently to fill out forms on. Um, So they'll be able to schedule directly from those platforms rather than having to go to a specified link. Uh, They'll still be able to go to a specific link or an invite to schedule a link or whatever, but um, they'll have that there available to them so that they can do that a lot easier. And then finally, our, our big one that we're all really excited about is we'll have an online scheduling, devoted online scheduling page on the dashboard that shows analytics for your scheduling platform, uh, specifically stuff like what activity is coming from, which specific URL you have set up, like what custom URL is giving you the most in earnings and um, appointments scheduled, who is clicking it and opening it, like, is it getting opened at all? Um, you'll also be able to see like out of the insurances that are offered, who is scheduling with what insurances, like which one is the most popular one with your patients or like which one don't you accept that is popular with your patients that maybe you could look at getting paneled with, you know, mm-hmm. um, you'll be able to see those analytics and then you'll be able to see like, is it primarily new patients that are scheduling with these links? Is it existing patients? Um, and you can pull up a list of all your scheduled appointments. There's going to be a ton of stuff available within that, be so great. that analytics page that'll, that'll really make your life easier and like really help your practice grow. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Cause I mean, this is something we talk about all the time, especially um, being an analytics company, but you can't really know where you want to go unless you don't know where you are. Right. And, and with online scheduling specifically and scheduling in general, like you can't, if you don't, if you're not tracking where you're getting your patients, then why spend any more money in Facebook ads if that's not where it's happening, you know? Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Really awesome. Um, one of the other things that um, those of you that use local med will notice, um, we're changing the um, the patient workflow, mm-hmm. um, and that will also reflect in our online scheduling um, software in our engagement platform. But they'll look very similar. But one of the things that was really interesting to me when we made that switch was that it's just like we said, it's really important for us, for our customers to be able to use it appropriately. It's really important for the patients to use it because we've noticed an increase of 18% of uh, a conversion rate of people actually going through and scheduling. So, and it's on a, with a mobile device, like the, the 
the back to that UX, like it really does make a difference. It needs oh, yeah. to be easy to use for the patient okay. to actually schedule. So I guess that's another thing, I guess, back to choosing a choosing platform, try to schedule, try to go through it yourself and schedule and see what the, mm -hmm. see what it's like. Right. And that's like, that's something I would say, if you're trying to pick a platform to use, whether it's ours, whether it's someone else's, like do your research, try it out see what the workflow looks like what how does it fit how does it read your availability that you know pick the one that's best for you and it does exactly what you want it to do or gets as close as possible um that you know research is a heavy is a really heavy topic you know mm -hmm. are you doing the right research but it doesn't take much to just you know sit there check it out find which one yeah. is going to be the easiest one yep mm -hmm. and go with your gut yeah, because oftentimes you won't even know, sometimes you won't even know the problems you're trying to solve until you're sitting there thinking, oh, I, I, yeah, I had that problem and I didn't know. Yeah. Right. Like, is this actually an issue? Well, I guess it is. Here we go. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, you're so fun. And I'm, I had <laughs> yeah. you answer this question last time, but I'm going to have you do it again just in case people missed it so they don't have to go back. Um, right. But you can put a spin on it today. But what does growth in dentistry mean to you? But I, like, what are you most excited about? So I I kind of went back and looked at my answer last time and my answer hasn't changed, but I'll expand on it. So um, Merriam-Webster defines growth as the uh, process of growing. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm not going to go into dictionary like, definitions. Uh, I know, right? Where, <laughs> what like, the heck are you um, doing? Giving a freshman in high school presentation. <laughs> The dictionary defines growth as, but uh, as I was, you know, gearing up for that joke, I did start to think about, you know, one definition is expansion. Like, and that's, I, I like to think of it. That's a, it's an interesting way to think of growing your practices. How are you expanding? What does expansion look like for you? And I think that can come in, you know, several different like forms. And one of those is expansion, like economically, obviously you're looking you know, you're looking at making more, you're looking at using that money to hire more, uh, paying more, impacting you and your team, like your guys' lives are going to get better as you make make more using these softwares, using these tools to get people in your chairs. But that is also going to lead to like expansion relationally. How are you serving your community effectively? Are you doing it efficiently? Like using these tools is going to is going to impact that heavily with these online scheduling platforms, with engagement, with analytics, with all these different things that you can use to manage your practice and make your practice life easier for you and your team, it makes it easier on your patients. You're able to connect with more patients. You're able to serve more people in your community, get more people out there, have like turn their lives around, make them healthier by giving them a healthier smile, healthier attitude and outlook on things. I see so many, I'm from, I come from a rural community in Indiana where we had one dentist office and he was never busy because people were afraid to go in. They had nasty teeth. Like you see people's lives change when they get their mouth fixed. Like they get their teeth fixed and they can smile. And they're like, I've never smiled like this before because I was afraid to. Yeah. And these tools will help you bring that to more people. So, you know, you're expanding there and you're expanding, you know, personally too. You've got that feeling. You see that you see your patients happy with the service you provided with them. That's, you feeling accomplished, you feeling successful, you are going to have a better outlook. They are going to have a better outlook. Growth in your practice, 
I, we talked economically, it doesn't have to stop there. It, it leads to better mental health. It leads to better health all around. So how is, how is your experience rounded in that way? And I think that's like last time I talked a lot about a community also. And I think that's the big driving factor is like, how can you make, how can you make your community more healthy, like healthier? Yep. I love it. And also even just I'm from the last time we talked, the growth that we've seen in like just a year, because that's been a year since we, I mean, we've just barely acquired Modento. Mm-hmm. Like our own growth has like, I feel like it's reflected a lot in that way um, oh, just yeah. from our company. So really great. Well, this has been Growth of Dentistry, a dental intelligence podcast. Again, special thanks to my guest, Tyler Brown, for joining us. You can find that link to get.dentalintel.com forward slash podcast in our show notes, or you can go to our webpage at dentalintel.com. Thank you for our, to our marketing department for all this work on this podcast. I'm Katie Polson. Keep growing.